Welcome to the Wild and Wise podcast, a collection of conversations and reflections exploring what it is to be human on this earth. I am your host, Malika Bush. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist in California. I'm also a seeker, an artist, a mother, a writer, a feeler, and a group facilitator. I invite some of my favorite humans on this planet into conversation with me, and I hope that you will join us as we explore, ask questions, and learn to connect more deeply with all beings around us. Hi, everybody. Today, I'm not going to do a usual episode. It became clear pretty quickly that it felt right to make space and to step back this week and um, instead of listening to an episode by me I really want to encourage you to take some of that time all of it more than you normally would uh, listening to this show to listen to some other voices that you might not usually listen to, uh, namely black American voices. At the time of this recording, it's been almost two weeks since the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. And I think many of us, myself included, are awakening to pieces of what it means to be anti-racist, which is an important process. It's an important practice. And a lot of the content that I have been taking in has encouraged me to to start, just to start, and to show up, and to know that showing up is better than not showing up, and that I am in process with this just as we all are, as being anti-racist is a practice and a lifelong endeavor. It's not somewhere that we arrive. It's not... It's not possible to just suddenly become not racist anymore. We live in a racist society. This country was founded on racism and it's embedded in many, many ways, ways that I'm really interested in learning more about for myself and my family and the people in my community. So really what I'm hearing is that the place to step into action is in being anti-racist. That if we take a position of anti-racism, we make room for our imperfections. We make room for the things that we haven't learned yet. And we can't possibly learn without making mistakes. It is the best way to learn. And even though I know it's scary for white people to step into these conversations, we must. We are going to make mistakes. We're going to say the wrong thing. We're going to try to lift someone up and lift ourselves up by mistake. 
and we're going to get called out. We should be called out. It's the best way for us to learn. And it's our internalized white supremacy that has us wanting to be perfect, wanting to avoid that kind of feedback. But we have to stop. We have to invite black and brown people into relationship with us, not in a way that we're asking them to do the emotional labor of educating us about our own white supremacy, but in a way that helps us learn how to be anti-racist. Learning how to shed our white supremacy, learning to center and support and uplift the marginalized voices, the marginalized businesses, the black and brown people, the indigenous people who have for so long been relegated to the shadows. Okay, so I'm not going to keep going. I want to segue now into recommendations that I have for you on how you might spend a little bit of time over the next couple of weeks uh, before my next episode comes out engaging with questions for yourself where you can begin to do this work. So I'm going to speak now about some resources. All of the links are in the show notes. Please, please head over there. Wherever you're listening to it, the links should be clickable and you can go directly in and begin your own journey in practicing being anti-racist. So the first, the first thing I want to say is that this is not new. There are classic literatures. There are classic voices who've been speaking out against racism towards black Americans for a long time, hundreds of years. You know, Martin Luther King is one of them. Malcolm X is one of them. Frederick Douglass, Angela Davis. Many of these people have books that you can read, check out from the library, get on audio if that's your preferred method. So I think it is important that we don't forget that and that that we notice our desire for consumption, our desire to be at the front of this wave and that that often means we want the most popular book, the newest book that's out, the best book for talking about being anti-racist with our kids. And there are great resources. There are lots of new, amazing resources that come out every year. And history is part of what needs to be heard. And so let's not forget about the classic books. Um, I forgot about John Lewis. John Lewis is amazing. He has a book, uh, a memoir of the civil rights movement called Walking with the Wind. Another black voice that I'm really appreciating listening to right now is Leila Saad. She's an author and a podcaster. Her podcast is called Good Ancestor Podcast. And her book, which might be sold out everywhere currently, um, but please check it out. I'll have a link to it. 
Um, her book is called Me and White Supremacy. Tiffany Jewell is a black biracial mama and author of This Book is Anti-Racist, which is a book geared towards age 11 or so of, of kids and how to talk about being anti-racist, how to do that work with them. Ibram X. Kendi is another author, and his book is titled How to Be Anti-Racist. He also has a number of essays and writings that he's done on his blog, which I will link to, one of which is a list of books. Um, So that's a great resource. And what he says is that we need to be reading books that don't go down easily. Reading books that go down easily are not going to get us where we want to go. So that's my little plug for that. I also um, have a number of podcasts to recommend. They are 1619, Pod Save the People, Hear Ye, Raising Kings, Sisters in Loss, The Homecoming Project with Dr. Tema and Filipina on the Rise. I threw that last one in there. My husband is part Filipino and my children are part Filipino. And so it's an area of personal interest of mine. And so I thought I would throw it in there in case you're curious as well. And just to also say, we need to be centering black voices, black faces, black stories, and POC, people of color, all people of color. Um, And the current lens right now is to be looking specifically at the black experience and highlighting that. And so that's mostly what I've done, but I wanted to throw that last one in there. So the last piece that I'll share is a series of questions that I found on Instagram from Winston Duke that I am sitting with and trying to answer for myself. And I thought I would bring them into this space for you to think about as well. What can you do to support POC in your community? What are your local politicians' policy on ending police brutality? When were you taught about race and culture? How do you plan on helping the fight to end racial discrimination and systemic oppression? How can you use anti-racist knowledge to change and progress conversations with friends, family, colleagues, and peers? How can you be actively anti-racist instead of simply not racist? And lastly, what do you want to learn more about? Okay, so 
I'm going to end it there as far as my recommendations. If you have any recommendations that you are finding extremely helpful or really important, really touching and supporting um, this work, please feel free to email those to me. My email address is thewildandwise at pm.me. And thanks for listening and, and thanks so much for showing up for this work. It is really important.